on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at Cappy's in Maitland. With Mo DeWitt. Hey, hey. Hi, Mo. Hi. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And uh, if your toddler can talk, you shouldn't be breastfeeding. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Why not? I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> can I tell you, there's this one time I was serving tables at Epcot, and this woman was clearly breastfeeding. I'm fine with it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, your kid's hungry. And then, they, <laughs> and then she, and I was like, and I took her order. Everything was great. She had a blanket. I couldn't see the kid. And also, the blanket came up, and the kid was like, chicken nuggets. And I was like, <laughs> what? What? And you could order? That's too much. You're too she old. She was just trying to save on buying a drink for that I, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Smuggling in drinks uh. in the Disney World. I know what's happening here. Uh, here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. But we're out of the borders today. We're, we're in Maitland. We're in Maitland, hanging out at Cappy's. Mm-hmm. Which, if you haven't been to Cappy's, you, where have you been? Well, you're missing out. It's been here for a long, long time. Yeah. To be honest, I'm glad you're not here holding up my sandwich. What do you mean? Like if there's a whole bunch oh, of people Oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what it. I mean? Well, we should say we are here with our attorney, official attorney, Moses DeWitt. Moses DeWitt. Good to see you. How you doing? Doing well. Yeah? Better now? Yeah, good to be back on the mean streets of Maitland. All right, we're going to get a sandwich in your belly, and you're going to be even better. That's I true. Like but we're also here with the chef and owner of Cappy's. We got Adam Milsom here. Adam. Hello. How y'all doing? We are fantastic. Thanks for having us out here. Oh, thanks for coming. Always good to have y'all out. If, 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 why don't you tell people, if they don't know what Cappy's is, what is Cappy's? So Cappy's is, we like to say, a Maitland tradition since 1967. It's a classic Northeastern-style diet. That um, you know, we just serve kind of cheesesteaks, subs, burgers, hot dogs, a little bit of comfort food, and then a few updated menu items because we've been around since '67. So you got to evolve a little bit over the years. And you like to experiment a little bit with the menu, too, Adam. I've yeah, seen a little that. bit. Uh, we also have a food truck, Cappy's Food Truck. You can follow on Instagram and Twitter and Threads now. We're, oh, we're oh, look I know at you. We're, we're updating. <laughs> You're not stuck in 1967, right? Um, Are you one of the 12 people who's updating their Threads profile? <laughs> yes, I'm trying because you know I figure if I'm the first one there then i can act like oh i've been here the whole yeah, time oh gee you know you know so it, like i was late to the game with insta you know so i like i look at all these like other food trucks and they have like five thousand followers and i'm like i just want to cook cheesesteaks ah mm-hmm. uh, which i understand uh-huh and you make some good cheesesteaks uh, uh, we like do. to think so that's kind of what you're no that's one of the things you're known yes, for yes yes now mo you live in maitland yeah i live around you, the corner you've been to cappies right i have all yeah. right what do you get <laughs> would you have an order here that you like um i mean the cheesesteak uh-huh they have a chicken parm, right? We do have a chicken parm. Yeah, I think I had the, the marinara parm in the house. Last time. Yeah, that was really actually, good. We're making some right now, actually. Oh, very right nice. It's because they knew you were coming here, Mo. I, I can like smell it. it. You're doing burgers now, too, right? Yeah, we do uh, do a smash burger. It's pretty good. Uh huh. You got beers here, too. Yes, we do. We, <laughs> well, we like to ha- we like to partner with a bunch of local breweries. So, um, one that uh, I'm particularly fond of. So, you're drinking Tate's Hellas by Oyster City. Mm-hmm. It's a nice German style lager. We um, it's a sexy looking can. It's from so New Orleans. We from actually New Orleans? some of the breweries that we've taken the food truck to, like Central Twenty Eight in DeBerry and Broken Strings uh, in downtown Orlando. We carry some of their beers too. So it's kind of like full circle cooperation. And you nice. mentioned Broken Strings, Adam. You you bring the truck there for game. Days. Yes, for Orlando City. I'm a huge Orlando City fan, and we love just getting out there in the community and 
being a, a part of something that's near and dear to my heart and making the game day experience better in any way possible is just something that I enjoy so much. And everyone's been fantastic, and I get to do a little more creative food down there. So it's it's really a good time. It's uh, Broken Strings Brewing is the de facto brewing pre-gaming spot for Ruckus, right? Yes, the Ruckus, Which yeah, is one of the big supporters groups of Orlando City. They're the ones with the the skull on the. On yes, the, that's correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just yeah, like a fire. Like, oh yeah, fire they got all the skull motifs. You know, they bring the noise. They bring the party yeah, atmosphere. They bring the funk. Yeah. Now, now Adam, all the purple smoke and the drums. You have some news to share with us. <laughs> I think I do. So tell us about uh, not not just having a food truck near the stadium. You got some news. So I do. So this has been a little bit of a long time coming. And a dream come true of mine. We're actually breaking it right now on Bungalow or in the bus. Nice. And, oh, you're uh, here. You got a front row seat. Breaking right. And if, if you've been <laughs> following closely and if you're a Cappy's fanatic, I've dropped a couple hints about this on social media in the past week. But we are actually going to have a cart inside the stadium, inside Orlando City, say Exploria Stadium for Orlando City games. Yes. Cool. Starting our first match is going to be August 26th. Uh, I forget the opponent. I think it's St. Louis. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't quote me on that. Not messy. That's all right. We don't care. Right. No, that's late. That's in Miami's September. in September, right? Or oh, no, October. Oh, is uh, it? September, September 24th. Uh-huh. 24th. It Messi's okay. coming, and we're mm-hmm. going gonna to beat him because Inter-Miami sucks other than him. Oh! Um, <laughs> Opinions! I do have them. So, so you're going to have a cart in the stadium on the yes, concourse? On the con- we're okay. going to be in the concourse. We're going to have cappies inside the stadium. We're what gonna side, do- though? Um, we are going to be on the. Oh come on, make him north make him do south a compass. No, I know this. Like this. I know this. Supporter section. Not, no, it's not the supporters. It's the the opposite of the supporters. Okay, the south cool. Side. The, the opposing south, team. South You're going to be up by the opposing team supporters. Side. Well, that's where the so hot dog is. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe on the south side. So, so okay. what are you going to have at, at your your stand? So we're going to do. We're starting small, just because we've never done anything like mm-hmm. this before. We're going to have. Uh, we're gonna have the Cappy's cheesesteak, the classic, you know, the the chopped oh, cheese, the cheesesteak topping, it. and then also a menu item I created actually for Orlando City. So if you know a little bit of Cappy's food truck lore, we were at Broken Strings Brewery for every single home game that we uh, won on the Open Cup road last season. Okay, uh, on on, uh, on so the way to luck. winning the Open Cup, and we created a special based on the opponent for every single every single game we were there. And the first game we played and beat the Tampa Bay Rowdies, never lost to them. Um, <laughs> and so we created a, what, what I call the Honey Cuban. So there's a, a sandwich Ooh. shop in Tampa that makes Cuban sandwiches, pretty famous, and they drizzle honey on top and then they cook it. And it's oh. good, but it's like a really sticky mess. Well, what do you think about that? That sounds delicious. <laughs> it is good. It is you're, good. You're a Cuban sandwich fan, aren't oh, you? Yeah. So, who isn't? Yeah. So <laughs> how I changed it up a little bit. Is I took I took some local orange blossom honey. Yeah, I put it on the inside of the sandwich. I make my own mojo pork, roast it myself. Keep talking, you know. We got a locally made bun. We're gonna have purple bread, by the way. <laughs> oh, purple for, bread! For like Orlando ube? City yes, it's uh, ube and beet extract. Wow. Um. So then, and then you know, we press it on the grill with some garlic butter and all that. You know, it's it's pretty good. Garlic and so butter. and so we uh, that's gonna we created that for an Orlando City match. So that's gonna be our second item in the stadium. And then we are also going to carry, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard of them, Fat Ash Cookies. Yeah. Fat Ash oh, yeah. Cookies. A local Mil- Mills 50 business. Yeah. So we're taking their cookies into the stadium with us, too. Izzy cool. and, uh, and Ash. And Ash, Ash yes. Uh, CrossFit champions, those Yes, two. they are. <laughs> so looking at them, they are like two of the most beautiful fit people yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. You want to know, like, hey, 
they make, they make like the best cookies like in Orlando. Like pothead cookies. Yes. Like, yeah. like the, so they, they come put in these, cookies on yeah. cookies on cookies. They come in these little vac sealed packs yeah. and they look like something you get from a dispensary. Yeah. So actually, so one of my employees had one in her car. She got pulled over and the police officer was like, is Uh-oh, that, Mo, is that a special cookie right there? She's like, no, I swear there's no way to do this. <laughs> They're just, we call them cookies you want to eat while you're high. Yeah. Ah. Full disclosure, we're yes. trying to do a, a marijuana cookie class with them where you learn how to make the cookie with your own uh, dispensary stuff. Oh, that's With your fun. own medicine. That's right? fun. So nobody touches it but you. Because yes. it's your prescription. <laughs> uh-huh. But they'll lead the workshop and teach you how to do it. So that's so, so first game, August 26th. 26th. Uh, at, that at is a Saturday night. Game. All right. Yes. Okay. And Cappy's is going to be there. Cappy's going to be there. I love, I love it. it. I can't, I'll be there for that. I'll be back from Canada. I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to try to make it. You want to come? I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to have yeah. you. Yeah. You want me to work it? Mo. Can oh I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are higher. So actually, I'm going to need you two to work the stand so okay. I can go watch the game. Okay. All right. There you you know what? Like. Loki, I think it would be fun to work a sandwich. That'd be fun, yeah, yeah. Maybe oh, Brandon, you've I'll never done you. that before. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. I'll let you do the first one, then you can figure it out. Then we'll do the next. They used one. to call me the Pita guy because I worked at Pita Pit forever. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> All right. and I killed it. All right, oh, yeah, I believe you. Yeah. We're gonna let you go because I know you got a, you got a place to run here. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. we're gonna we're gonna talk more with Mo here about the news. Oh, that Adam. I love it. I've been here. We did our television show here, uh-huh. uh, very local. Actually, where it's uh, it's not out yet. We did our pilot uh, episode here, where I learn how to make the sandwiches. Like, oh, and I do all of the jobs in Cappy's and work my way through it. Hmm. How'd you do? I think I did pretty good. All right. Although there was, I don't think I, I think I forgot to get the person to pay for their sandwich. Oh, I think well, I, that's the most important. I, <laughs> that is kind of important. I ended up giving the food away. Oh, my gosh. Was, that was the one mistake. Uh, but one everything mistake. else, I think I did pretty good. All and right. Adam was a great teacher. Yeah. Yeah. What's your week been like, guys? What uh, are you working on? Uh, I, I went and saw Oppenheimer. Okay, I chose that over Barbie. Okay, although I might go still see the Barbie movie. You know, I thought he was a Barbie girl. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah, in a Barbie world. <laughs> Did you see either of them? No, yet? I haven't seen either. Where people are watching them back to back, they call it Barbenheimer. Uh huh. And they just spend the whole day in the in the movie yeah. theater. Yeah. Good for them. I know. Mike, who works with us, our, our partnerships director, he did it. And I was like, I apparently haven't given you enough work to do. <laughs> if, you, if you could just go <laughs> hang out. Oh, Adam's walking by with the chili right oh, now. Oh, that looks good. Well, Maybe we'll good. get a taste of that. Oh, it smells amazing. It does smell good. It does smell good. Yeah. But yeah, I saw Oppenheimer. It was good. I saw the IMAX. And I went to Chili's beforehand with my friend. Oh, that's a recipe <laughs> for a good time. <laughs> he used to work there like 25 years ago. At uh, uh, Chili's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he loves Chili's. Who's your friend? Shrog. Oh, I love Shrug. Yeah, and he actually posted a photo and tagged Chili's, and they loved it, like, on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Because mm-hmm. now he's, like, a rich man. He, he I love that well. he worked his way up. He did. He did. But so, yeah. Still goes back to the roots of Chili's. He, he does. Yeah. He does. Absolutely. Slumming it. Yeah. <laughs> Not slumming. I'm sorry, Chili's. I was just kidding. It. Yeah. How yeah. dare you? But I, dare it was my wife's birthday as well. We went out to the Ravenous Pig last night. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Should have okay. taken her Chili's. I should have. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go for anniversary dinner, Mo? Uh, we go to Enzo's a lot for that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, Enzo's Hideaway. Yeah. That's a good one. It is good. No, not, not Hideaway. No. Enzo's, Enzo's on the in, uh, on, on the, the lake. lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Enzo's Hideaway is the Disney Springs the Disney one. one yeah. yeah. Oh, which is not the same. No, no. a little different. What was your What was your week like, Mo? <laughs> I don't you remember. Were Ma- you were in Maine. Oh, yeah, I was in Maine. I got back. Well, I got back Monday night from Maine, and then I was here the rest of the week. You loved Maine. It was Maine. <laughs> not a lot to do where we were. Is that work stuff? 
No, I went with my dad. My dad has like an infatuation with Maine, so he wanted to take me there. But we went to this place that had absolutely nothing in the city. Okay. Was he trying to get you to buy property or something? No, he wants to go on vacation there. And so he was like scoping out different areas. But uh, this place that we were at, it was a town of like 2,100 people. Okay. There was one gas station slash restaurant. And then there was a second restaurant that was open for dinner. And that Didn't was, have that gas was, at that one. That was the only That's thing to do in town. literally where I grew up. It, it probably That's wasn't far. <laughs> a general store, one bar restaurant. We did drive into Canada, actually. You did? Uh, yeah, we went to... Uh, Nova Scotia? No, Campobello Island. Where's that? At? It's where Is FDR it? had like his vacation cottage. Oh, right so. in St. Lawrence. It's probably New Brunswick, right? I don't know. I don't know geography. <laughs> you know? You don't, have a don't you always want to know where you are in case you get lost? A little bit. Or if your plane crashes, you know, you got to find driving. your way he home. He was driving. Yeah. Hike uh, your way out. I love it. What was your week like, Brendan? Well, I just saw Sam Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw. I went to the Sam Smith concert. How was I, it? It was amazing. Yeah. Did he, I, have, did he have devil things there? Was there he did. Satanic he things? did. It, you know what? Because I was like, I went into it thinking like, he's going to do some devil stuff, and you know, it'll be a little bit shocking, but whatever. Like, what have I not seen? Uh-huh. Don't bring your kids to a Sam Smith concert. <laughs> like, there were some kids out there, and I'm like, you should not be here. Mm. The dancers were like touching, Dan- touching up on each other. Really? Not just dancing. They were really like. Like, f- like fake doing it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like words I can say on the radio and so people know, but like they were doing it on the stage. Wow. And the reason I can tell you I was shocked, I went with a, a new friend of mine who's blind. And I know it's so fun. <laughs> I mean, like being like learning all of the things. It's really my friend is his new executive assistant. He came to bingo this week. And I kind of hassled him a little bit, and, and you could tell he was having fun. He was saying gross things out loud, and just because he wanted to hear people laugh. But it turns out he's like famous. He's he's like oh, really? he's like one of three army uh, captains who have served while like with a handicap. So he he was hit by a mortar, lost his sight, oh, wow. but continued to serve, and then he started competing and like. The Invictus Games with ah, Prince Harry. Yeah, and they do those here. They did them here a few years ago. He's, he's high up in the Invictus Games. What he do? Friends with Prince Harry. Oh, uh, wow. And, like, and, I, and I'm not just saying that empty. Prince Harry and him went to the South Pole together. He hiked to the South Pole blind. Oh, my gosh. With Alexander Skarsgård. I don't and know a who bunch that is. Of other, he was like the <laughs> vampire Viking guy from um, True Blood? Yeah, ah, all right. him. He was there. So what game does the does he compete in in the Invictus? Games, uh, you know, he did. He does running. He does swimming. He does wow. shot put. Like he's just like this this little athlete. <laughs> and uh, I was so impressed. I I didn't know any of that. He told me after we went to the concert together. After I helped him go pee, <laughs> <laughs> then he felt comfortable with you. Which, yeah, uh-huh. I there was a point where I was like. Because he needed to go, and, and my friend is a woman, so she couldn't take him in the bathroom. So I was like, well, just come with me, and I'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> and it's literally like pointing him in the right direction. And I, at one point, I said, if you're not close enough, I'll listen. And if you hit the floor, I'll just I'll just give you another push. And he laughed. He thought that was funny. And everybody in the bathroom was watching. And I was like 
three feet behind them, and there's a big lineup, and they're all waiting to take, you know, so they can go pee. But everyone kept asking, like, are you going to go? And I was like, no, no, I'm just here to help. Yeah, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle it. Does anyone else need help? Uh, <laughs> well, that's just you every time you go to the every bathroom. Every time you go to the <laughs> But it was so cool. Anyway, very interesting guy. Um, Ivan Castro is, is his name. If you want to Google Ivan Castro, South Pole, it was supposed to be a big challenge. They were all racing to get to the South Pole. Okay. But the weather was so bad, they just scrapped the challenge, and they all just kind of went together because it was safer to just do it as a big group. Interesting. I, wow. I'm just really interesting stuff. I, I'm just hitting the, the tip of the South Pole iceberg with this guy. I cool. want to hear more. So you want to go to the South Pole next? I would die. <laughs> I would die. And I'm able-bodied. You know? like I, I would think maybe my maybe handicap they is maybe I'm they, fat and gay. Maybe they would eat you. <laughs> I, I would be good. I'm a well-marbled piece They're of like, meat. Let's take Brendan. <laughs> just in case. You are what you eat, though. You, <laughs> you'll become a Canadian if you're not careful. Uh, Bear Watch 2023, back on. Back in action. More bears in College Park than you can shake a stick at, hmm. which is crazy. Where was that bear at? I saw the post, but I didn't. you didn't tell me where. Uh, I did get the neighborhood. I stopped telling well, the people the no, neighborhood the because they flood to the street. Well, Everybody goes to, to take to pictures. to bring my dogs in or not? Just don't leave your dog outside. I don't. <laughs> Liar. They don't have no bears in Maitland, do they? Oh, they we, must. I mean, we haven't seen a bear in Maitland yet. There's oh, really? No, I mean, no bear, no watch in Maitland, but I'm sure there's been a bear around here or there. Probably. There must have We've been. had a few in College Park recently. Someone said they're following the train tracks. Maybe. Which, <laughs> a which, bunch of hobo bears. <laughs> They're, like, jumping on yeah. the train. They're train riding up from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw a documentary on that. Yeah. That's interesting. Our Zymerium uh, Meadery is about to open. Do you know what he just Mills said 50? there? Mo? Only because I saw the picture you posted. Oh, thanks. Uh, it looks, it looks, right? about. It yeah, looks it so look, pretty. Look nice. It's like a, a goth jewelry box, I keep telling people. It's okay. totally black and gold inside. Uh, we're doing a, They're opening in August. But we're doing a buddy member preview this Sunday. So if you're around, I can get you in, Mo. I'm around. All what right. time? What we time? sold out. We're going to be there from 2 until 10. Oh. There's two different sections. You can go between 2 and 6 and 6 and 10. Maybe the later one. We have actually an event on Sunday at Tuffy's. Your comedy event. Yeah, no, no. That's in September. Oh, what's your this Tuffy's event? The Boozy Bee. Oh, I just saw the flyer. Yeah, it's with Sabrina. She's hosting it from the News Junkie. It's like an adult Spelling bee and, okay. and uh, games for back to school. At what time? It, uh, one to four or five or something you like that. You can come after. We will. We will. Come after. I'll All get right. you in. We're but if anybody wants to go to the boozy bee, it's at Tuffy's in Sanford. Okay. Red Panda Noodle's going to be there, too, uh, uh, for the evening ones. You can have some of the best nudes in town if you All want. Right. <laughs> at the meadery. At meadery? the meadery. Is that what they call it? I said meadery to my mom. She was like, like a butcher shop? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Get with the time. Mom. Did you call it that? You stupid. stupid. Yeah, no, I called her a C word. <laughs> a Canadian. <laughs> no. And then we're helping with the rum release party, too, on Saturday over at uh, uh, Forward Slash in Winter Park. Have you gone to that spot yet? No, I don't think so. Where's that? I think you're going to love it. It's right behind the porch. Okay, yeah, yeah. Park. I think I heard you talking about Little it Little warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do blends. It's like a blending house, like Quantum Leap. Okay. 
but they're they're very open about it. They don't try to trick you into thinking it's like just their stuff. They'll no, you tell a bourbon you where drinker. They get everything from. I'll drink some bourbon. Mm-hmm. Now you you've been drinking Negronis lately. Oh, I love oh, a Negroni. Oh, yeah, I'm on a little Negroni kick lately. Is it the bitters that you like? What is the? I, I just like it. I don't know. Yeah, fresh it makes you feel good. I think. So. Yeah, if you drink seven of them <laughs> in one sitting, it makes you feel good. That never happens. Seven? Is that in New Orleans? No. No. Busdecker's making stuff. How dare you? That's not good marketing, John. You can't talk. Slanderous. Uh, what do you? I want to talk to you about these cars that keep catching on fire and I. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find out why it's happening. OPD won't give me any reports yet about like what they found. I'm sure by the time they get the car, it's just like a hollowed out shell, so you can't really tell. Like, I don't know. If they would even what know. started it. I mean, they're not. They're not going to do a forensic. But like an insurance car. speak, like have you have you had to deal with any claims like this recently? Or well, we get cars that um, you know, get in accidents and then catch on fire. Okay. Is that what happened here? They're we're just... seeing them just on the side of the road. Okay. Like I don't, we're getting tagged, and I, I want to say I there saw have been one like of four them. in the past week and a half. Yeah, I saw one that was on, under the overpass, which we had to write about that because uh, following up on that thing in Philadelphia, that there was an overpass oh, yeah. where. It, a fuel truck caught fire and obviously that damaged the overpass uh, and then it fell right so people saw this car on fire underneath an overpass and they were worried that maybe the same thing would happen fdot told us they immediately inspected it and it was just covered in soot everything's fine but that's uh, good yeah sorry i just need context yeah no but with, I appreciate with, that. But with the car, like, can you sue anybody? Or if it goes in, on it, fire? I mean, it depends what happened. how it happened or why it happened. If it's a you know product defect, then you might have a product's liability case against the manufacturer. But if you crashed it or someone crashed into you, that's going to be a different different case. It's cr- I don't, and I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it's like it's just so hot. Like, we hit record temperatures this past week like if they're just sitting on the side of the road because they i don't think they're instantly or in, uh, spontaneously combusting it. that's well, maybe. maybe the windshield acts like a giant magnifying I, glass uh, that was the next suggestion i was gonna have mo you got it <laughs> all right we gotta we gotta take a break already yeah yeah yeah, yeah already we're all here right. at, we're here at cappy's and maitland hanging out we got some big headlines to get through we, we do yeah we do okay we'll be right back Hey, y'all, the fun doesn't just end on the radio. You can also follow us for special bonus episodes on your favorite podcasting platforms. This week, we talked to Silence Born, a librarian at Orange County Library System, ahead of their upcoming event with Art Spiegelman and Neil Gaiman at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. Uh, Silence, we're here today not just to talk about your name, but y'all have booked an amazing lineup of speakers here this this uh, fall. Yeah, so we're really excited. We have booked um, as part of our 100-year celebration um, where we're commemorating 100 years of public service with the Orange County Library System. We have booked what we call our signature author event. And so it's going to feature Neil Gaiman and Art Spiegelman together in conversation. And it's going to happen at the Dr. Phillips Center, which will be wonderful. So we're very excited. In the uh, Steinmetz Hall, right? Yeah. The acoustically almost perfect 
uh, space that, that just won an award. Yeah. It's like I think for top like, 11 most beautiful theaters to be in. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's this November. Mm-hmm. If, if people aren't familiar with these two rock star authors, can you give us like a little breakdown of their work and who they are? Yeah, of course. So um, we'll start with Neil Gaiman. So he is a, a multi award winning author. Um, so he's won multiple Eisner Awards. He has won the World Fantasy Award Award for the best short story um, for his Sandman comics. So the first issue in particular really nailed it. And that was the first time a short story had ever done it. So that was like a big deal. Amazing. Um, he's a best-selling author. So you might know some of his books, like Neverwhere is a big one, Anansi Boys. Um, Good Omens is one that he co-wrote with Terry Pratchett. Um, and all of those have been transitioned into either a movie or a TV show. So if you haven't experienced him in print, you might've seen him on the screen. Um, so that's really cool. Side note, yeah. Nancy boys and American gods uh, got me read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those two really Love were those. my gateway drugs it, for sure. And then um, he also won like a Newberry medal for um, the graveyard book. So he's, yeah. He's Which is a- about a, a, a deceased uh, child, right? Trying to, well, com- the kid's not, as the kid so through encounters a, people in the graveyard through a series of unfortunate events um he <laughs> a small child series. who they name nobody um loses his parents and he is then raised by um in a cemetery by a vampire who is like cold and endearing um at the same time and then a couple of ghosts um and then shenanigans ensue and shenanigans blah, 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 blah. exactly <laughs> just like that i He's think a that's a line in the book. storyteller when yes. you read neil gaiman's work there's something that like you feel like a friend is telling you a story to, at a campfire i think yeah like you've cozied up together you're gonna spend some time together yeah he yeah. knows like the archetypes of storytelling i feel like he pulls on those things a lot he's very much so like joseph campbell for me so i don't know if you're familiar with joseph sure. campbell but you know it, what I always loved about Joseph Campbell is that he, you know, can take all of the world's myths, all of the world's stories and kind of draw them together, you know, make it make sense for you, kind of, you know, make those comparables work of like, you know, Star Wars is really, you know, Greek mythology. Right. I think Neil Gaiman is very much so in his own way, a touch of that, you know, he does it big time with, with the Sandman comics oh, because yes. it's all about dreams and myths and fairy tales and, and building this world that we're familiar with in an, in a new way. And so, yeah, he is someone that if you if you want to go on a romp, and who doesn't? He, I mean, I do every day, and you know, but but he's the one for sure. And Art Spiegelman, Art is he's different from Neil, but like I I like the way that they complement each other together. So um, Art is a cartoonist. Um, he's most known for his work um, Mouse, which was. Uh, a recount of his father's experiences with surviving the Holocaust. And so I would say art is more spelled M-A-U-S. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, Art is, he's more raw, you know, he strikes me as a very brave creator. He's someone who will sit down and show you the most vulnerable parts of himself, the most vulnerable parts of human nature and, and do it in a way where it's, it's stark and bare bones, but also like rich and heavy. It's it's a weird. I think part of that because it's rooted in the realism of like familial experience. You know, yeah. so it happened to someone that he loves, right. uh, and for the fact that he could even get his father to communicate those stories, which, which is, is big, right? Especially for Holocaust survivors, not Absolutely. a lot of them want to talk about it. Absolutely, and we can't fault them for that. So the two of them together, what what can we expect from seeing these two powerhouses on a stage side by side? So my understanding is that they are friends. 
So it will definitely be a, a conversation of these two, you know, heavy hitter, you know, creators sitting down in conversation as two friends. I think they're going to they're going to take us on that storytelling romp, you know, where they're yeah. talking about their life, their experiences, their work, their relationship with those things. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Enzian is screening an exclusive 35mm engagement of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer this week, and it's all about physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer. Also screening is She Mob, the John Waters classic set on sweaty back roads of Dallas and Waco, Texas, and centered on the cone-bra-wearing butch leader of a wild girl gang, Big Shim. Check it out on Friday, August 4th. Emperor's New Groove is the cult classic selection for Tuesday, August 8th. And the original Guardians of the Galaxy is playing for free at Popcorn Flicks in the Park on August 10th. For more information, head to Enzian.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I hate strollers at theme parks. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You have a thing against kids, it sounds well, like. Yeah, keep them to yourself. That's uh, what I say. Can't even them, bring the kids to the theme park? Keep them at the house. Well, theme parks aren't for kids. What? Ab- I mean, what about Disney? <laughs> is that not a, is that not no, a theme they park? Are, they are. All right. At the risk of sounding like a Disney adult, mm-hmm. those are the worst. Do you think they're worse? They're, yeah, Disney adults? Because then they're there the whole well, time. They're like, well, well, remember this? So uh, neither, neither kids nor adults should go to Disney. <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> Nobody should go there anymore. <laughs> Nobody should. It's too woke, Brendan. It is it's too woke. <laughs> Radio silence. Uh, uh, people think that. Oh, I know. I know they think that. We should say we are here with our dirty moto. Not, <laughs> not for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hanging out at Cappy's yeah. in Maitland, mm-hmm. which is like a historic, an iconic building. It's been here since the 60s. It, it looks like it. It's an old building. It looks cool in here. It's like one of the old, uh, it's like a trailer, like the food trailers. I can't remember what they're called. They're plaques right here. Valentine. Yeah, Valentine Diner. And they're uh, they were like pre-made, prefab diners that you could get. Yeah, that's pretty. And cool. had everything you needed. And then they eventually they added on this like storehouse and kitchen thing in yep. the back. You can sit out front. They got beers here. People are sitting outside right now. It's roadside. There's a, a gentleman here and a denim uh, massive vest. vest. Uh huh. It looks like he's from 1967. Yeah, yeah he's got <laughs> he's got some uh, sweets in his multiple pockets. <laughs> he's that got are some from butterscotch candy. <laughs> <laughs> just Give been, to the kids. He just had them in there the whole uh-huh. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's what we're talking about. Yep. Oh, you want to talk about some news? Sure. Pro Bowl is coming back to Orlando. Very exciting. Yeah. Are you? If you're into the sports, so the Pro Bowl was here like five or six years ago. They they got it for the first time. So it had been played, I think, in Hawaii for years. And, and, and Las, Las Vegas. No, well, that was the last time. So it okay. used to be played in Hawaii, I believe. And then they came here. For a few years, mm-hmm. and then they left here for a year or two, and now they're coming back here. So and, and seduced every every time the Pro Bowl would come around, at least the first like year or two, 
it would be like the worst day in Orlando. If you guys remember. <laughs> I do remember that, actually. It was like, because they play it in February. It's the I Like weather-wise? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure they play it between the week of the um, the last playoff game in the Super Bowl. There's like a week there. Or they play it after. I can't So remember. like it's just cold? It's just like, in February, it should be nice. It should be right. like 60, 70. Uh-huh. But for some reason, every time the Pro Bowl would play, it would just be like, 40 degrees and I rainy. Would, yeah. I think that's great for for sports ball outside. <laughs> no, it is when you're just playing like football, but when you're trying to like... Put your scarf on. Yeah. But when you used to go to Hawaii and play a game, right. and then you oh, come sure. here, not, and it's 40 degrees. Nice. And yeah. I, you know what? And if it's people... I, I bet there are people who just follow it wherever it is. I mean, the, the, here's the thing. <laughs> With the Pro Bowl, it's tough because they don't... They, they changed the game recently where it's not like a game anymore. They do like a flag football game. They don't like hit each other. Because you get you get hurt playing what? football, and unlike baseball, unlike hockey, what? unlike basketball, they don't play like a real game. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a real game. It's but just it's, not tackle. It's not tackle. Yeah. They don't want to hurt each other because you can get hurt bad playing football, and it's a game that is kind of meaningless. So they don't want to ruin their career over a game that doesn't right. matter. So they're not so, getting paid for. Uh, they might get paid. I mean, it's a big deal to get chosen by the Pro Bowl. Uh, Get, be a Pro Bowl football player, but also they do like a skills challenge too, and so that's the, like okay. a thing that people watch. But TV. the estimated economic impact they said is forty five million dollars. I mean, people that love football will come see it. I mean, it's, but it's not football. You just said it's like it's flag touch the, football, butt touching. Though they play flag football because they don't want to get <laughs> hurt playing regular football. Yeah, so uh-huh. like. I'm what sure there's that? more to it. There though. is. Maybe there's meet and greets. There I don't is. Know. There is. Yeah. No, there definitely is. I mean, it's a big deal. I'm glad they got it back here in Orlando. Okay. It, it is a big deal that they got it back here. Especially did I just ruin, have a did I just ruin our, our chance to get a sponsorship? From Maybe. Maybe. No, you didn't. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Don't get me at it. Who's Sam? Oh, Sam at the, at the gaming world. <laughs> and he likes us. I know he does. I know. I don't know what you think about this. So the Orlando Police Department just raided uh, the home of a former Sentinel reporter. Uh, Managing editor. Managing editor. Uh, She was on the editorial board, too. She won a Pulitzer Prize. Miss Jane Healy. Yeah, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, writer, journalist. Mm -hmm. And and she is also serving on the uh, tourist development tax dollar. She's as the co-chair. For the for the committee, the task force. She's up there. She's mayor up appointed. She's uh-huh. a very important person. Her house has been raided uh, twice in the last eighteen months. And I should say, I didn't. I don't really know her that well. I didn't work there when she worked there. Uh, so you're not hear him distancing. I'm just saying. He always just saying, does. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> She's a big deal. Uh, her son. house has been raided because her son, apparently, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, had a car full of uh, methamphetamines, and and then a friend with them had some fentanyl in her pocket, and then they went to the house and they found more with the, and she was booked on with the intent to to sell, and so we have so they they've raided the house, they've been all been arrested, but apparently this follows years of the neighborhood calling in reports to OPD saying that it was like a drug hub, oh, wow. and it's somehow related. See that big sting they just did at the uh, international airport, mm. where these people are bringing in suitcases full of drugs. Yeah, and and uh, and she owns the house and is apparently there almost every day. She doesn't. It's not listed as her primary residence, but she basically lives there. And she's saying, you know, she gave a quote to the Sentinel saying, like, 
Well, I wasn't arrested, so. If she wasn't. She it's was detained, I, I think. What am I supposed to do about Oh, she was not arrested. Not no, arrested. Okay. It was just, it's her house and her Gotcha. Son. Okay. Uh, but she was, I guess she was seen on scene in handcuffs. She was, I, I mean, mean she allegedly? might have been there and yeah. they might have put her in, and they might have detained her. Right. So we wrote about it just because it's interesting and, and I just thought, you know, she she owns a drug house in Delaney Park. You know, okay, and everybody's been complaining about it as this hub of activity. The neighbors, the neighbors, uh-huh. and uh-huh. we got some great quotes from them, and they're like, "She knows what's happening there because she's there all the time." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "And you look at the photos of these people, and you're like, they got they got a serious case of meth face." You know? <laughs> we'll let Brendan say that one. I'll say it. And he's an adult. He's an adult son. He's forty, and she's in her seventies. Yeah, yeah. We should mention. So, that like, too. it's just interesting. And then she, and no repercussions. They just, she just presented uh, this week their their findings for the tourist tax development dollars to the to the uh, Orange County Commission about how they think they should be spending it. Which I think it's like so, two so hundred and fifty million dollar budget for them. So this to oversee. leads to a question, though, Brendan. Like. Uh, like, are you responsible for what your children do? I think generally no, but if they're living in your house and you interact with them every day and you're a per- person of power and influence in the city, I think it, it does beg to question your ability to make decisions, uh, rational decisions. If, if, you know, they're selling, there was a lot of drugs that they booked uh, out of that house. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm Obviously, I don't know the situation, but on one hand, yeah, you could say what Brendan said, but also, you know, maybe you know, it's either have her son, son there or have him on the streets, and she doesn't want him on the streets, and she's afraid she, that he'll die if he's on the streets, so she put him in this house, and she tries to control it, but just doesn't really have much control over it. I mean, you never I know guess. the situation. I think, oh, I when think you're 70, said, I, I think guess she has a said partner. that, too. Like, you know, it's my adult son, and, you know, I think she probably wants to help. Like she's trying to help, but this I don't is know. In the middle is, of I'm, Delaney I'm saying, Park, this might not be the best way to help. No, but I also don't understand why. If there's years of reports of this house and the activities that are happening, and OPD hasn't done anything proof. up until now, but, but you need proof to go into it, a house it, like that. It sounds like they they pulled him over for a routine traffic thing. And then discovered mm. the drugs, and they said that was enough cause for them to get into the house. Mm. Uh, just no, as an attorney, <laughs> uh, it, I need more details to know uh, whether that gave them probable yeah. cause or not. But and you know, if they pull them over for a traffic stop, typically that doesn't lead to being able to search the vehicle unless there's some other Stuff. reasonable suspicion yeah. beyond that. So, mm. just yeah. an interesting story to yeah. keep an eye and on. And then she was at the meeting the next day, correct? She was, and again, she said, you know, to the Sentinel, she was like, I, it, what, it wasn't me that was arrested. I'm fine. I'm fine to do this. But I, you know what? You're kind of harboring. Like, I mean, I will say kudos to the Sentinel for even uh, reporting on it, because they could have just said, well, this isn't a story. Or we're not going to report on our former Not to call or... anyone out, but <laughs> I'm going to, because they, they say allegedly probably 12 times in that whole report, mm. and most of it has to do with the police activity. Like, it was very, like defensive of miss healy ah. uh which you know i guess there's she, probably few people there that worked with her because she worked there a long time ago i think someone who did work with her left a really nasty comment on her mm. post about it <laughs> all right but i think mike wrote about it. he did a wonderful job i he was on the phone talking to multiple people all day talked well, to good. neighbors you know he did his due diligence with that story and i'll good. stand by him 
Um, Orlando City Soccer or Orlando City is keeping the scooter program. We we've been operating in a pilot program all this time. We didn't really know if the scooters were going to stick around or not. They were trying to see if those companies would pick up their toys or not. And they have been. They've been behaving very well. And mm-hmm. even Miss Patty Sheehan, who has been an outspoken opponent of scooters this whole time, she said, uh, I- I'm cool now. Everything's fine. Mo, you been on a scooter? I have. In Orlando? Yep. How many times? Quite a few. Yeah. I got the, Do you I got like them? Them? Do you like them? Rolling death traps. No. <laughs> as, an, no. as a personal injury attorney, are they rolling death traps? <laughs> they can be. You're not paying scooter attention. Accidents. Yeah, Sabrina crashed on a scooter. Mm. Yeah, but right. what was she doing before? She <laughs> exactly. oh, wait, a victim blame, Brendan. <laughs> well, what was she wearing? <laughs> Good question. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sabrina. <laughs> They're only doing three companies now. So there's only going to be three scooter companies available in the city of Orlando moving forward. All of the other ones that didn't pass the mustard will be removed. And I think that includes... Um, I don't know if that means help is or like there are certain ones that just do bikes, just do scooters, but it's Lime, Bird, Bird and Vio, which Vio wasn't even part of the pilot project. They just kind of showed up. They just started putting their scooters out and there. made it. Yeah. Like, I'm at the party now. And Commissioner uh, Council Member uh, Bakari Burns was like, why are we letting these one guys who did not participate in the pilot program get in here and the ones who did are not like, what's that about? But. I'm not a big scooter guy. You're, no. you're a bike man. I yeah. do. I you do think, like biking. You think you're better or than just, scooter people. No. I see walk. how it is. I'll just walk. You do uh-huh. like walking. He'll park as far away from something as possible if it means he can park for free. And then he will walk half an hour to get there because it means he didn't have to pay for parking. True. Yeah. True statement. Even if it's two bucks. I have legs. That's why I have legs. Yeah. It's I also why I have two bucks. Right. Now that I know that, I'm going to move him way down the street and get a cheaper parking pass. He for loves him. it. Oh, I got the love close parking now. I bet you do because mm-hmm. you didn't buy it. <laughs> oh, I was offered a closer spot. I haul a lot of stuff from the office to the van, yes, so it do. makes it easier. You do your mm-hmm. big van. Thank you. I like your van. Thanks. I had to sit in the far back chair in his van. You I was chauffeured like, you around. Yeah, ten oh. feet away. Did you make more a little hat? Oh, we are going to do a cash cab video at some point. Spoiler alert. Oh. just haven't got there yet. I like it. One Pulse has officially walked away from the Pulse nightclub property. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that. We've talked about that. You did? I saw it. I sent it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sent it to you. Remember? Thanks, I John. You. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> the, um, so where? So their offices, where are their offices? I at? actually don't know where the foundation office is. Because for the longest time, I was just like very... And we've talked we about should, this for years. Explain this, though. Explain I, this real quick. I'm a little disillusioned with the foundation. So mm-hmm. the the founder, Barbara Poma, she was the owner of the nightclub. Still is. Still still is. That's <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, she founded the foundation to help uh, spearhead this effort to make the property into a, a memorial and then maybe have an off-site museum. And this is years ago. Like what? I mean, seven it's been, years it's ago. Been a long time. Seven. Yeah, yeah. There was a point then, a couple of years ago, where the decision was made by board members or her. I don't know what it was. Where she needed to remove herself from the foundation to help maybe facilitate a sale of the property to the foundation, so mm-hmm. the foundation could own it, and it wouldn't just be them. With one other person and who's like a, a we stakeholder. We should say it's not just her. There's three co. It's, there's three it's Rosario. 
her husband. And there's a guy in Daytona Beach. And a guy in Daytona Beach. They own the property. He apparently just gave the money or something to buy it originally Mm. and has really nothing to do with it ever since. But he's still an owner. Yeah. So then it came to the point they have a new CEO, director of the foundation, who came in and was like, uh, well, we're not going to pay for this. You should just donate it to us. And they were like, oh, well, no, we would prefer, I think it was $2.5 million Something is what like they that. told and they were And, and th- years ago, they were offered money by the city $2 to, million dollars. to buy the property. The Which city was going to give them $2 bucks. Yeah, And, and they the turned t- it down. And they turned it down be- at the last minute mm-hmm. because she was like, oh, no, we're going to do our own privately led memorial thing. So that's when I started being like, well, I don't want any. That's crazy. I don't like where this is coming from. Uh, so now she's left. The foundation's like, well, we're not going to pay you for it. And if you're not going to give it to us, we'll just do a memorial somewhere else. Yeah. And they have now since officially stated, we are just removing ourselves from this. You can operate everything. You can take over the T-shirt shop that's here on Pulse Nightclub property. And y'all are going to have to start paying all the costs. We're going to do something else. Because mm. uh, there was some permitting issue, they said, too, because it's on like a temporary permit. The current memorial, it's called a, uh, it's a temporary memorial, and it is there on a temporary use permit, which expired, I want to say, two years it was ago. A while ago. Two <laughs> years <laughs> yeah. ago. Right? And so I actually reached out to the city when I first heard that they were thinking about not doing it. And I was like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to find them? Like, what? They're not, that would be, and they said, no, we're not that's officially going to find them. for the city. But we're going to wait for them to figure out what they want to do with the property. Uh, Anyone else who's doing that, they probably would find you if you were still yeah. operating a business on the property right. without a permit. Uh we're, now we're just waiting to see what the Pomas are going to do with the property. It's valued at like three ninety, three hundred ninety thousand. That property really? as is, I yeah, think it's worth more than that. I thought so too, but it's not. If you look at the Orange County property appraisal, oh, website, but that's always way undervalued. I think, but it's like a condemned building. Yeah, but the la- the land has to have more value than that. I would think maybe it's like a, like a broken window thing. Sorry, I just burp chili. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know. So, what happens like now? Like, who who's doing the upkeep? Because there is stuff there. The I mean, people who own the pro- people who own the property. So they're going to pass. I guess officially the bills will move over to them in August. The to the, to the property owners. Okay, the property mm-hmm. owners. All and right. I'll tell you what, they're not going to run a run that out of the so goodness what about of their heart. All the sec- I mean, they have security there. They have. That's just all going to go. I would I assume, assume the foundation was doing that, and now they're like, yeah. you guys do it That's now. why she founded the foundation, was to do all of those operations, so she didn't have to pay out of pocket, right? And so does the foundation say, we're going to build this museum 10 blocks away? Is yeah. That, they're still trying to do they're, that? Well, they bought a warehouse where they were going to knock the warehouse down and build that huge, like... Airplane hangar for a hundred million dollars looks like a flower vase from the future thing. Yeah, and for so a hundred million dollars. But now they're talking about not doing that because they don't just, have a hundred million dollars. No, and they're just going to renovate the old warehouse building to make a museum. Do you, Do you think at some point, like <laughs> some people will just be like? Throw their hands up and be like, we're just not going to do nothing? I think like, it, it's looking like that. That's what they just did with the nightclub property, I think, essentially. This, they just threw their hands up. We're like, we're not going to deal with this. This is weird. Uh, you can deal with the property on your own. The city's not going to buy it now. No? No. Someone's going to buy that property. It's going to be some out-of-state investor is going to buy well, it yeah, and I, put in a medical building or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or Orlando Health. They're buying up everything on right. that stretch. 
I don't know if Orlando Health would do that though. They, they probably don't want to. T- anyone local probably doesn't want to touch it no. because of. I don't know. I don't. If anyone so. could, it's Orlando Health. They built a whole uh, Pulse Memorial Park just up the street, yeah. so they, they could say they've already kind of done their due diligence. <laughs> they could probably spin it some way where they're like, because they helped a lot on the night of Pulse. I mean, a lot of a oh, lot yeah. of victims were taken to Orlando Health, so maybe they do buy the property somehow have some sort of. Uh, not a memorial, but something to acknowledge that what happened there, but also use that space. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who else would take that Just locally. Park, you're right. Knock it down. Put up like a cement statuary. Put an astroturf or something, and just call it a day, mm-hmm. and just never build on it again. Salt yeah. the earth and move on. I, I mean, I think that's what. I mean, at some point, it's already been seven years. You're 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 getting to this ten year mark where yeah. people are like, "What have we been doing for ten years?" What like, I really want to know is if Lance Bass and Ricky Martin are still affiliated with the foundation. Remember, I don't, yeah. Ricky, Ricky Martin was the official spokesperson for mm-hmm. the Orlando uh, Pulse Foundation, but yeah. I haven't heard anything out of them. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, that's it, really. For that's big, all we got. For big headlines. Yeah. Okay. You want to hear about things we're working on? I do. I want to hear about. Yeah, I want to hear about things we're working on. Why? What do you? I, I was going to ask you about bingo. Bingo's killing it. Uh huh. We're killing it. We're doing we need a great to bring job. Mo to bingo. I don't think he's been. Yet. Have you never been? I've not been. I haven't been invited. You're Standing invitation ah. every <laughs> Tuesday at Tactical Brewing, seven o'clock. Come and see me as a beautiful, suspiciously large woman <laughs> with hairy boobies, you know, dispensing wisdom for a couple of hours. Uh, we were rocking it. I think maybe the busiest night was this past you week. You say that every week. It's getting it's getting really intense. Yeah. Does anybody ever dress up like you? Yeah, people come in beards now. <laughs> they bought beards. They come in and wear these, like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. They look like little me's. Uh-huh. Yeah, not as, like, sassy. No, but they well, look who good. could be? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do well, Mo, Mo wear... doesn't even need to buy a beard. No, you Just got one. Shave it a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe Mo could be your co-host. You want to be a co-host one day? Sure, why not? <laughs> I am going to wear one of your uh, single, you know, like a single bathing suit. Okay. One-piece bathing suit. We, yeah. got, we got the one-piece bathing suit. I'm I waiting. You do have a... John uh, keeps telling me he's going to send me one, and he hasn't done it, and I'm, I'm I, waiting to wear it I at do. Bingo. Uh, you got a Mo tank top last week. I wear that all the time. Yeah? The green one. Uh-huh. I wore that four days out in a row. Wow. Just at home. <laughs> Still impressive. Walking the dog and stuff. It's yeah. gigantic. Yeah. I gave, he wanted a 4XL for I some reason. Right. Just to feel petite. There you go. <laughs> I, I like that strategy. <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing my boyfriend's <laughs> sports shirt. You know? uh, <laughs> all right. We got to go. It. We got to go. Thanks so c- for coming on the show, all Mo. Right. Thanks for having me. What, if there, is there anything you want to help people with right now? You got something to call out? Uh, not right now. Mo Comedy Jam. Mo Comedy Jam in September. Uh, follow us on Facebook for all our updated events and justcallmo.com. All right. We're going to have your Sanford event in our event picks. Thank you. Awesome. So people can see that. And thanks Boozy so much B. to Adam and Cappies for hosting us. And congratulations to them for having a new st- a new uh, food cart mm-hmm. at Exploria Stadium during August the soccer 26th. games. August 26th. But you're going to have some photos and stuff on Bungalow. Yeah. We'll have all the information up on bungalow.com. Good. All right. We'll see you guys next week.